Hey everybody, welcome to the Real Gospel Podcast. My name is Golden and I want to thank all of you out there who have taken the time to listen to this podcast. Thank you for the time that you took out of your day to go on our social media, God's Royal Diadems, Officially Golden underscore forever, The Fire Realm, ministries and you went out and you follow and you subscribe to our youtube channel we really we see you we want to say thank you and that we love you with the love of god today i have a treat for you and and in my time of prayer and studying the word of god i was asking the lord how can i be more of a help. How can I really allow your Holy Spirit to heal your people, Father God? And the Lord began to show me through his words. And this was the, you know, this is how this podcast came to be. And it is called How to find your happy place after trauma and hurt. I have had my fair share of trauma and hurt. And I began to think about all the things that the Lord led me to do when I was on my healing journey. And I also had to learn um, that I had to be gentle with myself love myself and allow the Lord to love me because you know um when you have gone through trauma and you have gone through hurt especially from something that you know that you had it was not in other words it it had nothing to do with any wrong that you have done but just falling into the hands of wicked people or bad people bad situations and bad scenarios. Um, So let's just start off by saying this. I pray for every single listener today, Lord. Father God, they have come to you with their burdens. They have come to you with their disappointments. They have come to you with their hurts, oh God. And they are seeking and searching for an answer, Lord. They are seeking your face, Father God. And they have many questions, many whys, oh God. And Lord, I pray like even through this message, Father God, that you will have your way, that you will minister to your 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 children, Father God, to your loved ones, O Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So how to find your happy place after trauma and hurt. What I've learned is that you have to daily train your mind to focus on the beautiful things about life. You have to practice gratitude. I say this slogan to myself all the time and it's gratitude is the attitude. 
Gratitude is the attitude. I'm pretty sure that out of all the things you've been through, you can find something in your life that you're thankful for and write a list. Get 10 things that you're grateful for. Write them down and recite them every single day until your vision starts to change about your life. Get excited about building your future. Whatever happened, whatever trauma, whatever hurt, that was the past. But you must begin to get excited about your future. God has given you another chance, another day of life to experience healing, to experience good thing to experience pleasure because the longer you stay in that mentality of hurt and trauma you continue to create an atmosphere of poor vibration poor energy around your life and a poor atmosphere good seeds cannot grow into stony ground good seeds cannot grow into thorny ground But it is only by good ground that a seed can grow with enough water, with enough sunlight, with enough tending that a seed can grow. So you must cultivate, cultivate, cultivate the ground of your heart through gratitude, through getting excited, excited about your future, through Writing down the things that you're not only thankful for, but the things that you look forward to. Thank God for for that. He's going to do your prom that he's going to make your promises come to pass. Thank God for the dreams he's given you. Thank God for the prophetic words that he has given you. And then you begin to create and cultivate that atmosphere around your life. Remember when I said Train daily, train daily, train your mind to focus on the beautiful things to train. When you think about someone who is training for a marathon or training for a competition or training for a game, you see how they, 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 they discipline themselves. So in other words, they may wake up a little earlier. Their diets will change hallelujah they'll start eating differently oh my god this is so powerful they'll go even when they don't even feel like it even when it don't look like even when the progress don't even look like it they'll continue to what get on that treadmill get those dumbbells and and do some reps come on now do some sit-ups until until they have gotten their body conditioned for whatever they have prepared for So if you take that with the same mentality of the mind and say, you know what, right now, my mind is fat and out of shape. Come on now. Hallelujah. All I'm thinking of is, is my past. All I'm thinking about is fleshly thoughts. All I'm thinking about is things that are not serving me or serving my family or serving my ministry or serving my, wherever I may work, my workplace or serving my school. I, my mind is fat and out of shape. You have to tell your mind that. So you know what I'm going to do? Oh, mine. I'm going to whip you into shape. Hallelujah. I'm going to do things out of the norm. I am going to train you. I'm going to 
not only train you, but I'm going to put you into subjection. Hallelujah. I am going to get on that treadmill. So I'm going to read. I'm going to enlighten myself. I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to gain the knowledge and how to overcome trauma. How does trauma starts? How does it affect the brain? I'm going to begin to get those dumbbells of faith. Hallelujah. And begin to declare what I'm, I'm grateful for and the, for the things that has come and the things that is coming. Oh, thank you, Lord. I love that. And so, and when you do that, you create new ideas to rent the space in your mind instead of the sadness from your past. And it's a fair exchange. And what I have learned is that when you take out the good, you have to replace. I'm sorry. When you take out the bad, you have to replace it with something that is good. The Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So whatever I don't see, I have to create it with my faith. I have to replace those negative thoughts with my faith that my tomorrow will bring a greater harvest, a, a life of blessing, a life of overflow, a life of abundance. Oh my God, glory to your name. Another thing that you, you must do, you have to seek God for your purpose. If you don't know or have any sense of purpose, then you place yourself in a position to just flow through life without a destination, without a destiny, without any type of any type of plan. And that is so dangerous. If you don't have a purpose, then you don't know what you're, where you're going. So you're just being tossed back to and fro, landing nowhere. So the first thing after that trauma and that hurt, you have to seek God for your purpose. God will make your pain purpose. Hallelujah. He will turn whatever the devil try to do for your anguish and give you a message and, and of the empowerment that he has brought into your life. This is another one. And oh my goodness, how beneficial this is. You must remove everything that reminds you of that trauma or hurt. Now let's put that into context. If I know that I went through a heavy betrayal, uh, then from a person, then I'm I'm not associating myself with that person anymore. I'm allowing, I'm loving myself first. Hallelujah. And this is, this is, this is not taught really in the body of Christ because what we're, we're learned, we're, we only have learned to turn the other cheek. We have only learned to, um, you know, continuously, continuously allow someone to afflict you 
and you care nothing about yourself. Yes, of course, we should mimic Jesus. Yes, there are many times in my life I have turned the other cheek, but we're talking about how to find that happy place after trauma and hurt. The first step after someone or a situation or scenario has happened to you that has brought you trauma. That means that that trauma is affecting your life now. It's affecting affecting your relationships. It's affecting your ministry. It's affecting your children. Your trauma is affecting your, your happiness. And so you have to first love yourself as you love your neighbor. So you got to love yourself first to say, you know what? I'm going to step back from this. I'm going to remove myself from this for a time. And I'm going to take care of me and get instruction from God and how to move forward and how to deal with whatever this situation and scenario. So if you have pictures of someone or, or a situation that you have um, had a lot of trauma and hurt from, you have to remove that uh, that pictures and uh, anything that gives you or reminds you of that trauma. Stop going to the same places that reminds you of that trauma. Stop having conversations with people who only want to talk about the trauma and the hurt and not the victory and not breakthrough and not God has a brighter future for you. You have to disconnect yourself from ungodly conversations of bitterness, ungodly conversations of gossips and slander because you're hurt, because you're broken, because you've been traumatized. Don't afflict that hurt on someone else. Don't afflict that hurt on someone else that did nothing to you. This is why you must remove yourself because you don't want to now be a vessel of the devil to continue to afflict pain. You want to be someone who removes the pain. Hallelujah. So if it's conversation, if it's people, if it's pictures, if it's places, you have to remove yourself and get healed and get instruction so that God can pour his love inside of you. So he can pour and, and, and pour his healing inside of you so that you can continue to be that beautiful flower that you have always been. Glory to God. Another thing is. Start a morning prayer life. I guarantee you, if you start a morning prayer life, your life will never be the same. Start a morning prayer life by commanding your day with words of affirmation. If you if nothing comes can come through to your heart or your mind of affirmation of what you want to see in your life in that day then I encourage you to make a list and read it every single morning. When you wake up, start speaking the new, start speaking the things you want to see in your life. And also, and never start a prayer without gratitude of, and of thanksgiving and praise to the heavenly father who gives gifts that adds no sorrow. Another thing that helped me, You must learn how to forgive yourself 
and forgive others. Now, why should you forgive yourself? Forgiving yourself for standing your pain too long. Forgive yourself for not, for believing the lies that was told about you. Forgiving yourself for not uh, for allowing someone's someone pain or affliction or trauma they have afflicted on you to allow them to put you into an emotional prison. Forgive yourself for crying over something that wasn't true. Forgive yourself for for uh, not seeing a future after what has happened to you. This is what I mean about forgiving yourself. And another thing is you have to forgive those who have sinned against you. You cannot be forgiven unless you have f- forgiven those who have hurt you, those who have afflicted you and those who have come against you. And I want to end out with this, my precious darlings, <laughs> We're going to open up with Isaiah 58. And if you find yourself in a place where you've done all these things and you still can't overcome, overcome this trauma and this hurt. You have then you have to fast. So we're going to briefly talk about fasting. Isaiah 58 says, cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They asked me of the ordinance of justice. So here it is. You crying out justice. They take the light in approaching God. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen? Why have we afflicted our souls and you have not noticed? In fact, in the day of your your fast, you find pleasure. So here it is. If you know that you have something that's lingering in your life, a mindset of trauma, your your emotions are called your negative emotions are caused by your trauma and you're praying to God and you're saying, Lord, remove this. Lord, heal me. Lord, heal me. Lord, help me. Lord, heal me. Then now God's saying after you have established, uh, if, if now that you have established a morning prayer life, you've removed everything that reminds you of the trauma. You have, uh, trained your mind to focus on the beautiful things in life you have got excited about your future you have not only um done that but you also live you also allow new creative ideas to rent the space in your mind and you still find yourself in a battle the bible says In fact, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure and all and and exploit all your laborers. Indeed, you fast for strife and debate and to strike with the fists of wickedness. You will not fast as you do this day to make your voice heard on high. So this is what God is saying. He's like, okay, daughter, daughter, son, I hear your pain. I want to save you. I I see your efforts. I see your fighting. I see all of this. But when you come to me and you fast, you can't fast and want me to strike you for, for me to strike your enemies 
because that's not going to heal you. You can't fat you can't fast and still find ple- your own pleasures and and you're so busy and you can't you cannot slow down in order to really really get an answer from me. So let me give you some direction. Let me give you some understanding of what I need from you and what I want and how I will answer when you cry out to me. Verse five says, it is a fast that I have chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul. It is to bow his head like a bulrush and to spread out sackcloth and ashes. Would you call this a fast? An acceptable day of the Lord? Is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bounds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free and that you break every yoke? Is it not? To share your bread with the hungry and that you bring to your house the poor who cast who are cast out when you see the naked that you cover them and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily and your righteousness shall go before you. The Lord, the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. And then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, here I am. If you take any yoke from your miss, the pointing of the finger, uh oh, and speaking wickedness. If you intend your soul to the home, extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted, then your light shall dawn in the darkness. And your darkness shall be as the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Those from among you shall build the old waste places and you shall rise up the foundations of many generations and you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the streets to dwell in. If you turn away your side from the Sabbath, from doing your own pleasure on my holy day and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day, the Lord honorable of the holy day of the Lord honorable and shall honor him not to do your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, nor speaking your own words, then you shall delight yourselves in the Lord. And I will cause you to to ride on the high hills of the earth and feed you with the the heritage of Jacob, your father, the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Why did God had me read this whole chapter for you? It's because God is saying to over come trauma and hurt you have to come outside of yourself this is what fasting does it removes you out of your own vicious cycle of hurt and pain and when you fast he says come out of the bitter talking come out come out of 
trying to do things yourself to ease your pain, but make your time with him holy. Make your time consecrated with him only. And he will then, and what, what he said, he will give you the desire to help others who are in need. He said, if you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall dawn in darkness and your darkness shall be as the noonday. The Lord will guide you continuously and satisfy your soul in drought. There it is. And strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. So here it is. God is already establishing your purpose through your time with him. So remember when I said one of the, one of the keys was to seek your purpose. He's all as you're seeking him. Even now he's giving you guidance. Even now he's giving you purpose. Even now he's showing you how to get an answer from him. He's showing you how to be healed. And sometimes that, that, that healing, once you, once you have get, removed yourself and given your time to hear your heavenly father, then he'll begin to speak to you. Then he'll begin to heal you and guide you and lead you to your purpose to continue to be a vessel you don't just turn the other cheap and just keep going forward no that harbors bitterness that harbors anger that harbors gossip and slander remove yourself be ye healed and transform and then go back out and to con- and continue to be a, to a light in the glory of the lord I thank you so much for listening. I thank you so much for your time. And I pray that this word not only reaches you, but it changes you. And if you haven't already followed our ministry, the Fire Realm Ministries, God's Royal Diadems on Instagram, our YouTube channel, The Fire Realm, or Officially Golden Forever on YouTube and um, Instagram, then Feel free to join us in this glorious movement of the glory fire of God. Thank you so much. Jesus love you. Have a blessed day.